well, I don't believe in taking drugs. <laughs> I don't want to go from that. I have never taken drugs in my life. Of any kind. <laughs> never. He's not a pill popper, we swear. His drawers don't just collapse with all the paracetamol. Just, just checking how many pills I actually have on my desk right now, and um, yeah, I think I have a problem. George, you know yeah. I broke that um stock button on my Masada at the weekend? Yeah. It's going to cost me 20 quid to get a new one. Yeah, that sounds about right. For those of you who don't know, the so I put the folding stock onto my Masada for the jail game at the weekend. Because I was like, it's close quarters, it'll be good to have something that folds. And the button that locks the stock in position when you fold it out um, snapped at some point. So at some point, his um, it just started flapping around. Yeah, just just yeah. Starts, it was just like uh, it was just it was just flapping in the wind everywhere. It's like it's like a, it's like a melee weapon. Yeah, you know, like just just whip the like rear end of the rifle around a corner and then someone gets like <laughs> twatted with the end of the butt. Yeah, great. And doesn't it doesn't it fold into your head? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm because I'm left-handed, it folds into my head. So I'm the so... one who gets twatted. <laughs> Wait, I just got to uh, one sec. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. Did, you, did you pick? Did you pick something else up from that? Did you? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Just oh. All over my desk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, two <We're>... secs. <laughs> you spat water all over your desk with the thought of me getting twatted in the head. <laughs> yeah, thought just, so. Just the whole, all of you flapping around, yeah, flapping <laughs> the wind, flapping myself flap, in the head the with it, flapping and the twatting and. Hey, I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've got to be pretty impressive if I can twat myself in the head. So, welcome to the. What was we called again? Not a clue. Jesus, guys, it's Jaragarasov. <laughs> Hey, Chris, can you give me your, like, uh, smoothest radio voice? Oh, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the late. <laughs> that is not smooth. <laughs> that's like Barry White. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's kind of not Barry White. <laughs> that's more, I'm going to drag you into the bushes and kill you. <laughs> yeah. I like that that's still smooth. <laughs> I like that that's what you... Uh, <laughs> That's what you think is Barry White. <laughs> I can just imagine listening <laughs> to Barry White in, through your through your oh, ears. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Poor Barry White. Oh, baby. Dead, isn't he? Yeah, I think I he is. Know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, yeah it, was, <laughs> it was that guy that dragged him into the bush and like. <laughs> That's the last words I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, he died in two thousand and three. Apparently. Wow. I like that you throw in apparently as if it could. Be a conspiracy. He's still well, out there. Well, I'm not being funny, but this is go based on Google, and you never know Ned these days. It could be fake news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be. Barry's actually just sitting beside a swimming pool uh, in the Bahamas. I don't know why he's at a swimming pool in the Bahamas when there's Mediterranean Sea, but yeah. he's at a swimming pool in the Bahamas enjoying yeah. himself. He is. He's at a swimming pool in the Bahamas, updating his Wikipedia page that says he died in 2003. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Welcome to the Safe Zone. As usual, this is a show where we chat about our experiences, other people's experiences, and general shenanigans at Airsoft. If you want to get involved because this is a conversation, drop us a message on our Facebook page, reply to our Facebook comments, or send us a DM on Instagram, which you can find out at the end of the show. So, this week we're really chatting about Airsoft sites. Yeah, let's get the ball rolling, I suppose. So, 
who what is your favorite airsoft site uh favorite oh that's hard straight in with that um i can tell you the most recent airsoft site that, that i went to yeah yeah uh joe and i went to the jail oh yeah you did you went to that event i can't remember what the name of it it's called escape from the jail it was a cracking day it was not a normal airsoft day it was um way more than we expected it was i i really really enjoyed it i'm going to i'm going to come right out and say it was probably one of the best airsoft events i've attended in a long time damn i mean it was very different and that helped but yeah it was just the way it was run the staff are great and this is again this is some of the things that really make a site good anyway the staff were excellent the event was really well run i think that on the whole the marshals that what there weren't really any marshals which was brilliant because of the nature of the game um, but everyone seemed to know what they were doing so imagine this guys you are uh locked in a prison there are a group of prisoners around you that you don't know there is a cartel in one side of the prison there are the the guards the duke's guards uh in the other side of the prison um everyone else is armed you're walking around with a pistol and a shotgun you're trying to figure out your place in this mad society. And very quickly, chaos. Oh, God. M massive, massive chaos. It was just, are you my friend? Are, are you my friend? Are you going to shoot me? No, we're going to back away from each other really slowly. Is it, is it, is it in like a sense like trouble in terrorist town on Gary's mod? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man, yeah. You were yeah, totally. literally yeah. throwing at each other going, I don't trust you, I don't trust yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> and the thing is that obviously with trouble in terrorist town, you once you know someone's a terrorist, that's easy, isn't it? Uh, this, one minute they could be shooting at you, the next they could be, hey, we'll be friends now. You're like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> because it's a prison, there are so many different areas mm -hmm. that you can, you can tr travel to and go to. I actually don't think we spent much time inside, Joe. Uh, no, we didn't. Um, just to point out as well, it is an actual prison, not just a staged prison. So if you never yeah. played at the jail over in Rutland, it is amazing. Um, it is an actual former prison site, and it's been converted amazingly well. They've retained a lot of the kind of original um, aesthetics to it all. So there's still all of the cells and stuff. It wasn't a high high grade prison. I mean, um, some of the some of the cells are pretty solid, but I, I don't know. I've never been in a real prison, so... All right, square. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you only came out the other month, but, you know. It was smuggling them plastic springers from Bulgaria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> they caught me! They caught me! <laughs> well, interestingly, though, uh, we, we entered the, the prison, and um, it was just me and Joe that went from our group. We actually met a couple of guys that we knew from Dragon's Lair there, um whilst whilst we were kind of getting ready and the aim of the game was to find people with missions and do those missions now we went out into the space and we just we tried to set up our own little uh venture Money making scheme yeah we, we were, were <laughs> we were entrepreneurs we were true prison entrepreneurs we thought you know we'll set up a toll so people had to give us things give us uh, bottle caps in order to walk past we didn't choose the, the right location, so we abandoned it, went upstairs into one of the buildings, and came across some guys. Moments later, we're now drug dealers. So yeah, we ended up having to, you know, deal drugs, and then, uh, like, guards came, and we had to try and wangle our way out of that. Um, Joe and I were in our red flannel shirts, uh, and in fact, my name was Red Flannel. <laughs> oh. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Uh, but it was really interesting to see kind of the site used in a non-airsoft fashion. 
because it was more role playing. It was more um, trying to figure out uh, how to where where an objective is, how to achieve an objective, and also who you can ally with. And we did the dumb thing, and it is dumb looking back on it, where we just made friends with everyone. And <laughs> the problem with making friends with everyone is that everyone else doesn't make friends with everyone. And so they start shooting at the group that you're with, and they could be a group that you were with 10 minutes ago. And so um, we, you don't know who's firing at you, so you immediately start firing back. You end up in a firefight. You go to flank them, and then you realize, oh, wait, we're friends. Wait, why are you shooting at me? Shock horror, it turns out that in prison, people aren't nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we were too nice. Yeah, we, we would we would get eaten alive in prison. Dude, we, we didn't even rob anyone properly. We we should have backstabbed. I, I, I tried. Um, people kept walking off before I could rob them. <laughs> <laughs> the most apologetic burglars. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but I need to rob you. Dude, that actually <laughs> genuinely happened. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it was. I'm really I, sorry about this, but in fact, the rules of the game are, uh, say that if we shoot someone, we're allowed to take one of their weapons and take an item from them. I kept forgetting about that, and they were like, "Hang on, hang on, hang on." All I've got is these, and I went, "Uh, yep." Uh, but yeah, the the prison, the prison was a re- the jail was a really interesting site to play, non airsoft based. Uh, and when chaos, you know, dropped, it became a normal airsoft game, and that, uh, in in itself, is with lower numbers. At a site like that, it's an urban environment. It's close quarters. It's intense, uh, and you can you can flank from so many different directions. Uh, it's so much fun. I'm going to say it actually had some serious elements of a decent mill sim as well, um, because ammo was so scarce. People were being really careful, and that that made a massive difference. I think you didn't get an awful lot of long range engagements. Yeah, you started to get a few towards the end because people were realizing they had to. Yeah. Also, also w- when you start the game, you start with a pistol and or a shotgun. Yeah. So you didn't necessarily, um, and and only a limited amount of ammo there. So you didn't use ammo until later on when suddenly people started upgrading to their AEGs. Yeah. It was it was a really really good site, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, grenades, mate. Grenades at the end. Oh. Oh God, yes. Do you, what did you use? A mag flash. Yeah, yeah. So the jail is one of the few sites I've. I've played at that still allow people or do allow people sorry, to use mag flashes in BFGs. So at the end of the game, everyone had to congregate in one area to try and get e- evacuated out on a helicopter. And the surgeon uh, had yeah. given Joe his own little mission. <laughs> yeah. But the surgeon being <laughs> Justin, who owns the site, um, we had a bit of a chat and it turned out that Justin wanted to have a bit of fun at the end. So people are congregating in this area, very, very close quarters, and I just happen to drop my grenade at my feet. And kill everybody. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. So much fun. Nobody got out alive. No, it was amazing. But, so what actually happened if you died in the game, I suppose, then? Uh, you uh, could you'd... be medicked. Yeah, you got medicked and or you went back to the surgeon, and the surgeon would revive you and send you back <laughs> into the game. But only if he liked you and only if you paid him. Ah, so if if you tried to rob the surgeon, he was liable to not send you out straight away and make you wait. Um, and people <laughs> did try and rob the surgeon, so that was quite funny. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, absolutely great, cracking, cracking day. Uh, and that kind of 
I think the elements of of that site that are really good are, is is the urban environment. But yeah, you can you can obviously get that in several different locations. We've had urban assault before. You know, uh, we've all played urban assault, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are yeah. your thoughts on it? Oh, when I played it, it was oh, that's why in the first first year I was properly playing airsoft. It was I thought it was absolutely an amazing site. I love <coughs> I love the whole like even though it was like decaying, the buildings were rotten and whatnot. It was kind of like post apocalyptic zombie. I think I think I played from games onwards and it was great. Yeah, and I enjoyed the fact that the games you could be creeping down a corridor. You'd have to check like a broken wooden door because you're not sure someone could be hiding behind there. And it adds that like you say intensity in and, into the and game. And when you played, can you can you remember how? much of the game site did you get to play did you play the whole thing oh probably probably not <laughs> there was that there was like say i found myself running certain areas different games but i couldn't i couldn't I know it's so uh, such a vast site i couldn't even say if i ever had because yeah. it was so long i think the problem with the with urban assault is because it is unfortunately dilapidated and it is starting it is getting run down it well getting run down it is very run down um they obviously they have to shut areas off, don't they? But it does restrict play. Hannah, you've played. I uh, I have played. I would say the time that I played in urban, I was rather distracted because me and you were making were the at right the beginning of making YouTube videos. So when I was holding a gun, I was thinking about, oh, that's a good place to take uh, get that shot. <laughs> but what what did you think about the environment? Oh, I love the environment. I want to be there all day, every day, just doing stuff. It's just so um, epic. It's a very emotive site, isn't it? It's very, very post-apocalyptic vibes. I feel like I'm in a in a scene of The Walking Dead, and zombies yeah. are about to come out and grab me and make. And me it just, just, just for like people listening, if you haven't been to Urban Assault, it's um, it is RAF Upward. So um, it's actually full of uh two story loads of two story buildings that you can kind of run down it's it's it is as everyone said a little bit run down now a lot run down now uh it has a parade ground in the center of it as well so you have a good mix of kind of two story buildings that you can fire at uh, fire out of and across and in uh and then you also have these like wide open spaces that you have to try and get across so it's a really strong mix of different game styles within the same space um joe you and i went there first we've talked about that it's the first site we ever played at um i remember it being a a ton of fun and i remember it being a lot harder when we were initially playing hannah when we went last Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't have as good an experience because for the majority of the day all of the gameplay was downstairs yeah. And part of the thing mm. that I loved about that site was that, you know, you have two stories that you can play from. Um, I like the fact that actually you can full auto in certain areas. I know some people don't. Um, some people prefer only semi-auto on, on sites now. But I, I still, I don't know, I quite like the intensity of at least firing full auto across at another building. You know, indoors, I can, if you're indoors and you're only firing, you know, single, that that makes sense to me, but I do like the option of having full auto on every site that has enough space to allow it. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I think that the interesting thing about Urban is that because it is a CQB site, 
without a doubt. But the buildings are actually very open. Uh, the buildings are open. There are big open spaces between them. Obviously, there are no, there's no glass in the windows anymore, so the windows don't really provide you much cover, so they're open. So I don't think it has a lot of the same problems that full auto in CQB environments have in other sites. You don't often come around a corner and are engaging someone at two meters away. It does happen, yeah. but often that creates a negative position for both players, so people don't try and put themselves in that position. I like what you were saying about how it was difficult when we first started, because I think it was. Um, the site has changed dramatically. They've done a lot more to it particularly outside areas. Um, I know they've built some sort of trench uh, areas and barricading areas between buildings now, whereas when we first started playing, it was just open. Yeah. So you'd have these gra these areas of like 50 meters where you'd have to try and either leg it and hope for the best or, well, leg it and hope for the best um, because there wasn't really another option. The verticality of the site and being able to go upstairs really makes a difference. And I think a lot of sites don't have that. Uh, and actually, that was one of my favorite things about um, one of the times that we went. Uh, we went with Jevon, who's a friend of ours, and uh, Jevon and I were attacking this uh, the embassy, which is a, the bigger two-story building. And uh, as we were approaching, um, they were like, oh, there's a window up there. Here's a grenade. Whoop! And, and just throwing grenades through windows. Um, I find that hugely fun. <laughs> The 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 act of like stacking up on a doorway, and someone posting a grenade through an upstairs mm -hmm. window to clear out anyone who might be trying to shoot down on you is amazing. One of my favourite things about that is when you're all when you've got five or six guys, you're all stacked up on a doorway, you're ready to breach. Someone goes, "I'm just going to put a grenade in through that top window," and it bounces off the window frame <laughs> and lands at your feet, oh. and you're like, "Yeah, uh oh." Or someone accidentally drops a grenade by their feet. Yeah, yeah. Accidentally. I don't know what you're on about. Oh, like, <laughs> that would never happen. You're saying about things. One of the things I did like about being at that site was the fact you could jump through the windows, obviously vaulting. Yeah. yeah. The amount of times you just jumped into a window just for the sake of it. Like, oh, I think they're in there. I'm just going to go through this window. Yeah. Just jump up through the window kind of yeah. thing. I'll, I'll just check. I'll just check. Or um, I think, George, I think you were there. I don't know if it was when you came with us, Chris. It may have been when we were there with, was that, was with that Mike. Jeff. Oh, was it Mike or it might have been Jeff who jumped in through the window and then 10 seconds later jumped back out the window because he <laughs> yes. out it was it's not Mike. clear and there were a lot of people in there. Really? I think, I think Mike's like, it's actually on Mike's video. The actual <laughs> there you go. He, he, jumps, he jumps into the window, sees the enemy, you know, like runs and jumps back out with us all. It's quite... Urban is one of those sites that has historically been um, mm -hmm. great to go to and has had a good reputation. However... As the standard of sites has raised, urban has stayed the same over over a, a long period of time, and I think what we've seen is uh, now. But bear in mind, I still like the site, but I think there is a, a a common theme that people feel like it's dated. You know, people feel like the gameplay is is dated. The marshals, although they're uh, fine, they they don't necessarily use the site in the best possible way. I think there's that, but there's also because the, there's been that rumor for a while now that the site's actually getting closed down, and I, obviously they don't think they want to all the effort and changes. But and it's stuff been to a site it's if... been that for like eight years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, no, I, yeah. But I think you're I think you're exact. 
I think you're both actually spot on the money. I think, George, you're absolutely right. It has stayed the same, and that does lend a element of eh to it. I think, and I think the the marshals um, feel it as much as the players, and the players feel it because the marshals feel it. Yeah, it is dated. They do it for a reason, but I completely agree. It's it does feel old. It's still my favourite site because it's where I started, and it'll always hold a special place. Um, Hannah, you and I have played at several sites together. What out of those uh, is is kind of the one that comes to mind? I don't. It's hard to say. I don't really have a favourite site because. So sometimes it's just the gameplay that makes makes or breaks the day like it doesn't matter where i am if i'm having a good game then i'm like yeah this is this is a good day so the other week we played at dragon's lair and you had to push over the bridge and you know i'm all game for that and then i have people from the other team saying hey uh you are always at the front well that's funny because i had people saying george you are always at the back <laughs> <laughs> um i my we played at AWA the other week, and it was... What's AWA like? I've not actually played there. It's just woodland. But it was so windy. In the game area, it was fine because there were so many trees that it broke the wind. But in the safe zone, there is no <laughs> cover. I'm sorry, what? You broke wind? Yes, I said that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's there was it was so windy um and in the safe zone there is nothing to break the wind it's just like a clearing in the woods and it like i just had to hide i just i just couldn't by after lunch i just couldn't deal with it i couldn't deal with sitting around in the safe zone uh like on lunch so i just hid under a table it by um where all the rentals uh stuff is stored yeah. just so i was out the wind and i was just done with the day i was like i don't want to be cold anymore i don't want to be windy and also there was no hot food on site and like when you're already cold you just want something you know warm and yeah actually is that is awa uh it's in a forest and it's yeah. way off the road right uh if i remember right yes because <laughs> i actually think i have played there before but i played there at a battle sim with pro airsoft events right and i was eaten to shit by insects the moment i got there uh like it, there was, it was really damp and boggy and cold and loads of uh, insects had started rising because the sun was coming up mm -hmm. and although it was cold in the shade the sun was making it warm so like everything just Straight up, insects ate me. Loved it. Hated it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I think for that day, I loved the playing. You know, once I warmed up, I was fine. The like the game days were fine, like great. The marshals were on point. I thought, but the safe zone and the lack of kind of, um, you know, like how people, how uh, let's think, how shelter? dragon, you know, like dragons lair. They've got. Um, shelter with lots of tables and they've kind of yeah. they've made it a safe zone it was just it's just gazebos and chairs and that really like made the downer for me a bad yeah. safe zone somewhere where i was really cold and sad <laughs> okay you didn't feel safe <laughs> I, did, I did not feel safe at the safe zone <laughs> okay so a quick question for you all um because uh hannah you made a really good point at the start of this where you you were saying you were talking about awa and you were saying it's a woodland. Yeah. It's 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 a woodland site, and you said it in a way that 
you know, it's the same every as every other site, Woodland yeah. site. Yeah. Um, for everyone, what makes, and we've all played at Woodland sites, what makes a Woodland site exceptional? Because I agree that Woodland sites are all Woodland sites. Whereas a CQB environment gives you massive scope, Woodland is still Woodland however you stage it. The buildings and the things that have been built on site. For example, Proving Grounds. Okay, so this is the site run by Stuart Manx uh, from Patrol Base. Um, Proving Grounds has a huge bridge structure in the middle, right? So uh, in the middle of the whole site, on one end of the bridge um, is an entrance that kind of goes to the north. Uh, that then goes up to the middle section of the bridge, which goes across east and west. And then on the other end of the, the bridge is uh, an entrance that goes south. So you have an entry point on either side to the bridge. You fight to, to kind of get control of it. And then you have a vantage point across the whole of the rest of the site. Uh, not only that, because of the um, way that they've dug certain trenches and they've added certain um, structures and uh, they've crafted the site, it is completely different in summer and in winter. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, That's so really cool. in summer, when all of the bush and the trees um, grow, you end up having um, almost a natural CQB site within that field because it, it grows high enough and it's dense enough that you can't shoot through it, so you so have you, to go around it. You're saying you have dense bush, yeah? Oh, it's only in summer for George. George only has dense <laughs> Well played. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what about you then? What makes a woodland site exceptional for you? I know you've only played it a couple, but... I was just going to say, it's, it's for me, it's more clearing within the woods, which is always ironic, really. I mean, like, it's woodland, you want to expect to be woodlands, but it's just it's one of them when it's too much. I, I prefer playing woodland sites in the winter seasons than I do playing in the summer, because when the summer, it's really, you get bitten by everything mm -hmm. on the planet, and it's too bushy. And then, obviously, you've got your ghillie suit snipers, mm -hmm. which, obviously... Props to him for making the suits, but I bloody hate them. <laughs> is that when yeah, is that when you get hit and you're like, hang on a second? Wait, yeah, no actually, idea the, moving, where that came the moving bush. Yeah. Hannah and I, Hannah and I went to Dragon's Lair, and Jason from Longbow was there, and oh, I was dear. like, I'm, we're both using snipers. <laughs> I am gonna find you. I'm gonna take you out every single game. I just get the one shot to the plate carrier, and I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it, Fergie! But then they only work at woodland sites. Yeah, that's 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 true. You like. Because Fergie was wearing his ghillie. If he'd been wearing that anywhere else, <laughs> just, 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 that wall, that wall is, it's got a very man-shaped bush on it. Yeah, for some reason, they don't work in CQB environments. I just don't know why. I don't know what it is. Please suit. Yeah, but then that's why there's so many different types of fucking camouflage. Like, <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, no, you are absolutely right. So, so Hannah, then, you're sort of the only person who hasn't, sort of laid into this one what makes a woodland site exceptional for you what would make it absolutely amazing uh a good safe zone we've uh, covered that um just how the games are run just... hot food oh yeah hot food yeah gotta got feed me then i'm happy have a nap it's true it actually works <laughs> i don't mind so much in the summer because i don't you know it's more in the winter i don't know i like a bacon sandwich yeah you know i got to admit, that sausage and bacon bath I had in the morning on Dragon's Lair the other week, oh, it made me 
yeah, it was just hit all uh, the right We don't spots. need to know. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you described your bush so much. I just feel like we were, you know. We're we, just... we past that point now. That's it. It's, it's done. Sorry. But yeah, uh, gameplay just and attitude. Like, I feel like if someone's not taking the hits, it's just like, okay, I was obviously just hitting the leaf in front of them. But then once you've got like five people dang your ear complaining at you, like, oh, that team, oh, the, I'm just like, oh, guys, just let me enjoy myself. Stop complaining at me. Wait, are you telling us that people are complaining at you for not taking your hits? Yeah, that's exactly what she's <laughs> well, saying. Well, can you not tell that I just stand out in a crowd? I can't not take my hits. Not that I wouldn't. But like, I'd be like, instead of, oh yeah, that guy in tan, you know, in that tan and the rig. It's like that girl with red hair, a pink and black gun and runs around in some sort of t-shirt. You know, like... <laughs> you know, the crazy one at the front. The crazy one at the front. <laughs> You're not unique at all, Hannah. You're not unique at all. You don't stand out. No, not at all. But um, uh, I would say that the people that I run with often get annoyed and then make me annoyed for them being annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. is... I think you're right. I think, and, and it happens more at Woodlands, I think, than it does at Urban. Yeah. I'm very much a person of I'm going to make my day just in life. I, if if I want a good day, I'm going to make, gonna make it a my good day. day. In life. I'm going to make my day, okay? <laughs> yeah, make so, my day in life. <laughs> so if I if I want to get annoyed, I could quite easily just get annoyed by, you know, like, I'm, I'm just going to ignore, I'm going to try ignore the bad stuff and take the best stuff out of the day. And then I'm happy. I was just saying, going from that, it does, obviously, that is something that also will make or break a site is actually the people at site. Yeah. Is that, I mean, you can get the regulars and they can be, some can be absolute asses yeah. and then other ones can be the most group, like practically family in yeah, the game. Yeah. I and, love going back to a site that I haven't been to for a while. Uh, places like uh, Matlock. And yeah. you go back there and there are people that will always remember you and they're like, oh, you're back. It's nice to see you. It's been a while. And you you feel, yeah, like you said, Chris, you feel like your family. But it also makes a difference to casual visitors, mm -hmm. right? Because, yeah, because yeah. if you're on the other side of that and you're there to try a site out and you can clearly tell that there is some kind of favoritism going on or that's that's your perception you think that there's some kind of favoritism going on um then then it can really uh, interrupt that enjoyment of the game yeah i think that you're absolutely right george there are people that will show favoritism to people they know but uh, the other, uh, the flip side of that is there are also people that are very accepting of new people, and I think that makes it really, really cool. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, because Dragon's Lair is... I am very much favorited there. Uh, and, like, I'll be very... <laughs> and, and, like, I think it's important to acknowledge that, actually, I'm on that side. I think the people who go there regularly then should have, like, this responsibility mm -hmm. to include everyone else who's who's not a regular yeah. there yeah because because there is that there is that inherent uh isolation from playing at a new site and because you don't know the staff and if mm -hmm. the staff are busy they don't always have an opportunity to kind of welcome you as you'd want to be welcomed uh however if the players you know just talk to you just just have a bit of banter out and about just you know how how's it going mate is it going all right Hey, a nice shot, by the way. I saw that earlier. You like right in the head. 
You know, like just a George, little bit. George always aiming for the headshots. <laughs> Look, I learned from kicking Mustang, so it's it's kind of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that the thing that people have to remember is whether a site is good or bad can be made based yeah. on the players that attend. You can make your own day. Uh, whoever gives the brief, do say that. They're like, um, it's your responsibility to make sure that you guys have a good day. Therefore, oh, Tony does that at Rift, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. So I do like that. encourage, you know, say, hey, bug, good shot, you know, go up and have a handshake if someone's just knife killed you. You know, you, you have to look after the other team. Although you're against each other, you're still on the same side because you're you're trying to make the other team have a good day as much as you're having a good day. Yeah, yeah. And without the other team, there would be no one to shoot at. Which actually, <laughs> which actually is one of the things that if you highlight it in the in a safety brief, for example, um, that's the mindset that you're putting onto the players that are there, and it prevents, or most of the time, it prevents people from getting really irate with mm -hmm. other players for not taking hits because you're more inclined to kind of give the benefit of the doubt from yeah. this from the outset yeah yeah i think that's that's the thing as well it, with the whole hit taking and with the accepting people when they hit you uh, going back to what you were saying george about um, playing against longbow when you get that one shot on your plate carrier yeah you probably knew it was longbow but if it wasn't it's a case of you know taking the hit and go oh mate that was a cracking shot just shouting out whoever was there that way they know that you appreciate it and if it was just a newbie who's just getting started and they've just got a lucky hit on you, great. Makes it wasn't. Them feel... No, it was I'm, sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. I heard about be... it when I got back to the safe zone. Well, there you are. There you are. But the idea is that it still makes them feel amazing on that chance that it isn't. Yeah. You always, you always get someone who wants to start in sniping for the first time and even if they only hit one person the whole day, it makes their day, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. it... Oh, do you know what? One of my favorite things is talking to people who have two-tone snipers. They are going out and they are going to try and have the best thing. If they hit one person, they are going to... That's going to make their day. I have to admit, it's got to be, it's one of the greatest feelings ever when you see someone with a, the footler tracksuit warrior with the two-tone <laughs> go running into like a building and literally take out some of the like the cry cry yep, suit generals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're just sitting there laughing your head off as they're all coming out, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll just take all these people." I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie that if I if I'm ever leading a charge somewhere, I will always try and grab one of those, like you say, tracksuit warriors guys who are clearly there with a rental gun, clearly there for the first time. Like, come on, come on, we'll do it, we'll do it. And just war cry and just run. And you know you're going to get a shot. But you make their day because they have something to talk about. Oh, do you remember when we did that yeah. charge? Oh, yeah. it was cracking. And it's just something for them to take away. They are definitely the ones that don't take their hits, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like the uh, the, the Chris, upside of that. <laughs> your first time at Matlock. <laughs> yeah yeah you know always, always we know always that story bring we know that story <laughs> uh, to be fair i think you brought but, it up last time but yeah so it's, it's a valid point but yeah but like i say at the end of the end of the day i it could have changed the whole day could have been a horrible story and i could have ended up like not even being here and i'd be like fuck this off don't be a paintballer yeah but because obviously the general as, as we've all said matlock is like a practically like a family site it's 
they were all really kind, all got into it, and like they always give pointers throughout the, every throughout the whole years I was playing that that site. There was always something I learned something new from someone who passed on to me. It's like, oh yeah, maybe not go that way. We'll go this way instead because we'll get them better because you can get this. And I'm like, all right, I didn't even know that, and then we'll do that. Yeah, it's, it's good, it's, isn't it? It's nice when people do sort of point those things out to you and take you under their wing, as it were. Yeah, even but it's you, also you're regular. It's also nice to actually. Uh, so I had a run-in with someone at Dragon's Lair last uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I say a run-in. It wasn't. Uh, we were at the very end of one of these games. It was a pushback game. And so the idea is that the defending team, uh, once they've been hit, they fall back to a next area and fall back to a next area and fall back to a next area. And we were in that final spot. And I was the last person uh, in, the, in the area because I had a sniper. And it was a CQB environment. So I moved all the way to the back. And... As I was kind of aiming uh, straight down at uh, the, whoever it was I could see, it. I could see a guy halfway between us running across. So I, I, I kind of quickly adjust, I take the shot, I hit him straight in the plate carrier, and he's like full on adrenaline momentum. Uh, like So he's not, he's not noticed it, uh, but it hit squarely, it bounced off, and, I, and I, I called him on it, purely panicked that he was getting much closer at much quicker pace than I anticipated. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, "Hey, take, just, just take hit, take hit!" And like, he started immediately. His his response was, um, "What, what?" And, and and I was like, trying to try, trying <laughs> to like not let it, yeah, trying not to let it escalate, but also very aware there are forty other people behind him, like getting closer and closer. <laughs> and nice. so, I, and like he he took it and he was like, "Oh no, mate, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And he and he tried to, and I was like, "Yeah, we're good, we're good." Uh, and like. <laughs> I, I tried to just tried to get rid of him as quickly as possible, carry on the game, and then you know we're out. But he get came back. Yeah. He came back to me after the whistle was called. He he kind of uh, sought me out just to come up and be like, "Hey, uh, yeah, sorry, man, I didn't I didn't realize." And I was like, "No, no, no, we're good, we're good." And like we uh, fist pumped and and we just absolutely like reminisced over that moment, <laughs> like with full on adrenaline. Also in that moment, he'd he turned to the guy that he'd shot. And he was like, no, no, you're good. Um, this guy took me out. You're good. And like, I thought that kind of level of camaraderie from, that's from across. Good. Yeah, you know, that's, that. You're, you guys are absolutely right. It's all about the people that play there and how willing mm-hmm. you are to kind of accept that your experience isn't the only thing to, to care about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got to make sure you have a good day, but you have just as much responsibility for everyone else as well. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's something that people forget about quite a lot. <clears throat> One mean... of the sites, sorry, oh. carry on. I was going to move on, but if you've got another point. No, no, no. I was also okay. going to do the same. So okay. go for it. Uh, there is one <laughs> thing that no one can control and it does make or break an airsoft site. And I think, George, you have a story about this. It's the weather. I'm just trying oh. to oh oh you're talking about the ridge yeah yeah, yeah. The, ridge, the ridge the ridge is a site that is amazing when it's dry and is a um a death massive trap. hazard death trap when it's wet everyone everyone all right so i've heard numerous times george you have to come back to the ridge it's amazing it's so incredible i've been twice i will not play there unless it's guaranteed <laughs> sunshine now because the site is it's a clay uh, quarry and, and what happens with clay, um, indifference to mud, is, uh, you know, mud kind of like collects and is, gets a little bit slippy and it can be a little bit um, 
uh, a little bit of a ball lake to run through. But clay compacts and and takes in water, and and it gets to a point where you can't sink into it. It just collects. So mm-hmm. this is this quarry is like full of really large slopes, and I played there once for another pro airsoft events uh, battle sim, and uh, I found. I was like, oh, it's only a little bit of rain. It'll be fine. But it rained all night before. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I was walking and uh, I had three inches of clay <laughs> stuck to the bottom of my sh- the soles of my shoes. And I couldn't get rid of it. And I ended up uh, sliding down a, a really long slope. And I tried to control it. Uh, but it was like skiing. You know, <laughs> like I couldn't stop myself from 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 moving forward because I couldn't get any purchase on the ground because there was just clay underneath me, uh, and it was so dangerous that I I just I refused to play there for a, for a second time if it's raining. I mean that's that's fair. I mean the second time was when you and me went, um, and we were good to play with balls deep. Yeah, and it was, yeah I. We got there, and George, you came up to me, and you were like, I really think we should call it. I don't think it's going to be very good today because it's raining. And I, I was very keen to play. I thought the site sounded amazing. The event sounded amazing. So I was like, yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, I'll see what happens. And it's uh, just to be clear, it's not that I, wouldn't, I didn't think it would be good. It's that no, I felt just unsafe. Yeah, yeah. I've, and, you know? and I was very much a case of, I think we can risk it. And then I, the thing that did it for me is I went to chrono my gun because I'd done some work. I'd been working on my Masada. I put a new hop unit in. I was like, I need to get it chronoed. I need to zero the sights. And the guy in front of me just slipped on his ass and slid into the side of a truck that they had parked up at the chrono site. And I was like, if this is what's <laughs> happening in the safe zone... <laughs> Lord knows what's going to happen so, out on Joe, site. You and, also yeah. didn't feel safe in the safe zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, did not feel safe in the safe. It doesn't help that at that site as well. The safe zone is on mm-hmm. a slope. Yeah. The yeah, entire safe yeah. zone is on a slope. Yeah, yeah, that's um, one of the sites that it's there is no safe zone. It is yeah. you park up and yeah, yeah, and there's was... there's no there's no food, there's no shelter, there's nothing. It sounds like an amazing site to play at, and I would like to go back there. But yeah, I have to agree with you, George. Let's make sure it's on a good day. There is um, Hazel always does uh, hot dogs. I'm sure there's food. Uh, there weren't. There wasn't food any of the times that I went. Hmm, maybe I'm. Because because there's that little hut. Yeah. But yeah, that little hut had nothing in it. Maybe it's because the, those were battle sims and not maybe regular skirmishes. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I never buy the hot dogs. Just... <laughs> Why? You know they're there, you just don't buy them because you'll you'll slip and they'll fall on the floor and be like no, and then you'll try and pick it up, but it'll be covered in clay, and suddenly the hot dog's like this huge monstrous thing that you just use as a mellow weapon. No, I was just gonna oh, say I'm not, I'm not a uh, clay dog. hot dog sausage lover. <laughs> You're not a sausage lover. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Um, anyway, so so just coming back to this food bit for a minute because I think it's actually quite important. Um, <laughs> I mean, then, we all do, Joe. Yeah, yeah. We're always talking about food. Yeah. I mean, I'm hungry now. Uh, yeah, I haven't eaten dinner. This is this is getting to a point where maybe I should just say goodnight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we had dinner just before we came on, so I was alright. I'm alright. Um, but hot food at a site. Now, what do we constitute as hot food? I know some sites I go to, um, and for them, hot food is a pot noodle. Okay, it's hot. No. No. But. It's not the same as even just a camp kitchen set up that does 
Um, so I'm going back to Matlock here, but they have a shed that they've set up a little camp kitchen in. It's all gas um, cooking equipment like you'd get in the back of a burger van. Yeah. Um, but they do chili, they do burgers, they mm-hmm. do... It's all home done as well. It's not out of a packet or out of a can. They make yeah. it there yeah. and it's amazing. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's I think that's it. It's the it's what can you get and is it good? Yeah. Because yeah. I think the best um, food services mm-hmm. that I've I've had on site is Billericay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Uh, if yes. we we've all seen Where your video that? with your chips. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh, is what, that? Yeah, because they've they've got a dedicated uh, kitchen uh, area. They that's do chips. Cool. They do burgers. That like and the the fries are awesome. The they're, they're... So good. Yeah. So. <laughs> And so I think in terms moment, of Hannah, oh, they're, they're she's not here for the pounders. sausage, but fries. Half pounders, their burgers and their fried onion. Oh, yes, every day. So it's uh, so yeah, I think Billericay have hands down the best kitchen services for me. But then followed closely by Jail. The Jail has. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And Charlotte. Uh, yeah, Char- Charlotte at the Jail does some amazing food Isn't, with those um, with that kitchen. On a normal uh, day at the prison, don't you pay for the game day and then you get a burger? They give lunch? you breakfast, I think. I I believe so. Yeah, I can't remember because I've not I've not actually played a normal game day there. They've always what? been special events. What? They've always been special events. I've done one of their um, Wednesday night pistol shotgun games, mm-hmm. which was one of the best games I've ever played. You have no idea how. I mean, George, you might have an idea of tension. But you have no idea. Tension <laughs> when you're holding a corridor on your own in the pitch black, trying to use a speed loader, to, speed loader to load pistol mags in the pitch black, and then you're like, I think one out of every four rounds is actually going into this, and then someone comes down the other end of the corridor, and you're just like, Am I actually going to be shooting anything at this person? It's amazing. So yeah, you should, night games you should in just jail. in that situation, you shouldn't even shoot them. You should just. Do Chris's attempt at a Barry White voice? Oh god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd just scare send, them off. Send them, yeah, send them running. Yeah. I'm coming for you. So I'm sure it's. Hey. Let me see. I'm sure it's thirty-five pound, and you also get. I think I think you're right, Hannah. I think I think, I think you think you're right. A, a lot of sites are doing that now, where you pay and you get a like, meal voucher with it, which is really good. I, I have to admit that if a site says. We'll give you lunch. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's and you. it's and it's almost a shame when the site outdoes the 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 safe zone and the amenities of the safe zone, right? <laughs> like a great site can be really undone by a shitty safe zone. <laughs> yeah. So this is what we've took from this whole yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, if, if it's a safe zone, can make or break a site. If your safe zone is good, we will love your site. If your safe it zone used... is terrible, uh, I mean, it used to be a case of ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Now we're all like entitled little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, but like you can have a bad game, and then if you go back and there's a hot, juicy, warm nourishing burger for you I, that is really the most matter. descriptive thing i've ever heard you, you I like say burgers. Hannah, burgers, <laughs> burgers are my friends are you hungry hannah no i had hungry. i had a uh, green thai curry before uh, eating uh, before eating, before eating. <laughs> and, then my, and then she had my a burger second dinner. <laughs> second dinner. it's all about it's all about two meals okay no before but on that note on on that note uh Bad, not a bad safe zone, but uh, a less equipped safe zone 
um, and an amazing site is um, what? What did we? Where did we go in Sheffield? The stand. Oh, oh the, the stand. stand. Oh, I love the stand. I like the stand. The stand is an absolutely fantastic site. It's a warehouse and office building that that are kind of conjoined by a. a it was a the old bridge. Stanley factory. Yeah, it old. is. Hence enough, the stand. Hence the name, the stand. Uh, and like that was an experience that that all three of us absolutely loved, right? Oh, yeah, cracking, games. absolutely. No comment. I wasn't no. there. The the environment <laughs> it is by far one of the most intense CQB sites I've ever been to. Yeah, but it's so well laid out considering it's it could be so open for both defense and offense. Like oh, there was yeah. Jesus, yes. They did. They do such a good job at utilizing the different levels of the the space. Uh, the different games in different areas are also really good because it means that you can you can play across two levels of of the warehouse section, and or you can then move on into the office building, and that's a completely different environment. You know, you have to work your way through like a lobby and up some stairs and through the offices and under some walls, and you find little cubby holes. It's that. I'd like that that mixture of environments all in this one little space um, was so incredible to to kind of like play. And then you have your CQB maze environment in, on like floor three, which I absolutely hated. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the death trap. Oh, it was horrible. But like even that has its place. Yeah, and yeah. and it's a really good use of the site again because they had that mass. It's a massive open room. Obviously, it used to be a factory, and they've gone. What can we do that's different here? Let's build a maze. Yeah, and it, it's amazing. And even it was just—it was just literally a quarter of the site, and they had a whole game there. Mm. And that's what yeah. was thought was amazing. Um, though, if anyone who runs the stand is listening, please install a goddamn lift because my legs <laughs> ached for well over a week from those damn stairs. Jesus, yeah. there well, are so probably, many stairs. Well, they probably got a lift. It's just out of out of service. Just service yeah, yeah, the I, lift. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I trust it if they had a lift, but I. Yeah, please. My yeah, legs. well, I'll, I'll I'll let you go for that one. I I can't yeah, yeah. play there anymore. So um... uh, that's fair. Um, but <laughs> yeah, a little bit awkward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, but, you know, it sucks. Let's move it's, on. It, well, no, it it sucks because that that is a site that I would love to go and play again. It's just uh, mm. with with things as they stand. Uh, I stand stand uh, uh yeah that's one of that's the site that i that unfortunately is is kind of off off limits so of mm, yeah but h- however like i think it's one of those things that is a, a clear site that actually the safe zone could be improved and the experience of it would be so much better because the, the safe zone itself is big enough for them to develop that into it could I don't know why they didn't include the shop section into the safe zone section and build out a little yes. shop and a little like food area because it was huge. Yeah, I was going to say I liked the fact they had a bit of a shop there. And it's, I know I've never been to a site, I know George, you have, but I've never been to a site that has a good shop on site. Have you not? No, um, they've all, they've always sold, like, had shops that do the basics. They've always sold BBs, sold gas, but they've never had a proper, like, gun shop as it were on site um the closest again i'm gonna have to come back to matlock that has a dedicated um workshop shed yeah. on site so they've now got a guy a tech on site every game day yeah who... that was J- that was jtac customs yeah who's actually got a shop um, and they will 
sort of work on your guns for you there and then and they're absolutely they were fantastic they took a look at my gbb um msk for me right didn't offer didn't want any money for it i just said look it's really not feeding very well it's not shooting very well can you take a quick look at it he had the thing apart he lubed it all up he took a really good look at it he went yeah i think you just need some high powered gas and it was really good because he didn't want any money for it it was just there to help the players yeah and that's it, that's the same did, as did, um, jeff's um spring change as well like during one game he was like oh well i can't do it in this game and then he literally did it within oh, that cracking. game one game because i swear it was jeff who got his spring change oh it might have AK. been actually yeah and that's the same as uh, the Airsoft Monkeys from Combat UK. Mm-hmm. They uh, are all of the Rift games that they attend. They kind of service all of the players and and their the, any technical needs, as well as every site that they go to. They have an entire shop. That's you know, cool. So, so like that reminds ju- me, I you need guys to get in should, touch with them. You guys should definitely um, should definitely play a Rift site. Uh, or I think I, I played the one, but obviously that was for the ESG yeah, Evo event. Yeah. But, yeah, what did you think of that site, Chris? That was Comsite Three. Uh, it's another, it's another woodland site. But what did you find? Uh, what, how did you find it? It, I found it very much like Matlock kind of thing. It was that kind of feel of Matlock in its sense with the the loads of buildings, loads of cover. I think for me, obviously, I think it was more just. I don't know. I think it was different because obviously it was an ASG Evo event, so there's lots of other things going off at the same time. But yeah, I thought it was definitely a site I'd love to try out properly as a proper game day. With with to. other other guns other than Evos. Yeah, just just <laughs> Evos. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to give that a run and like see actual snipers and see how it would fare as a normal. Site. Maybe maybe we should uh, do a Jiraga Airsoft day to a Compsite Three um, yeah. game day. Sounds like a plan to me. I like that. Cool. Uh, Hannah, you've got some social feedback, haven't you? Um, uh, mainly... Ah! <laughs> uh, ah! Let me unlock my phone. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Th- th- Sorry. Just threw that one out there, didn't we? <laughs> Just going to drop you in again. Yeah. Here you go, Hannah. Catch! Uh, Tom, um, I don't know how to say his Instagram name. It's like C-Y-P-H? Sif? Sif. Sif. Anyway, his name's Tom. Um, says that uh, for a good airsoft site, it should have interesting play area, professionalism from staff. Oh, I that's like a good that. one. That is a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nathan from Dragon's Lair is... Uh, like, obviously, I speak to him a lot in um, airsoft zone, and we have, like, more of a, like, banter kind of... Uh, relationship but then i saw him like as head marshal and i was like all right nathan all right <laughs> <laughs> who are you and being like the the uh, uh the adult in this uh environment right now but yeah I was, settle down son settle yeah, down yeah, i was uh surprised by his um professionalism compared like to that. well you i think That's you're good. mistaking professionalism for loud shouty voice no like, I mean, look, he tweaks my nipples every single time I go. I can't get him to stop. <laughs> right. I'm not that, sure that counts yeah, as I'm, professional. I'm not being funny, but that is very professional. That's just no. your relationship, George. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he started tweaking my nipples, <laughs> that would be a different, uh, different conversation. <laughs> well, I'd like to have that same conversation, please. I don't want no, it to happen anymore. <laughs> and then... Um, Trinity Zach just said buildings, but I don't think that makes a good site. I just think that depends on your preference of play. 
just it's just like buildings full stop that's it i th- i think that's <laughs> that's an important point to note though isn't it because some people really don't get along with the, that sort of environment the cqb environment or um, vice buildings versa. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. some people don't get along with not having it yeah i think it's working oh, out what type of gameplay you like is it fast and aggressive yeah absolutely. is it about um tactics and getting to this and putting a code in this and you know unlocking that door over there etc Jesus, that... what kind of gameplay are you doing? Um, I want to get uh, in on was, this one. Was, uh, interesting. This uh, feels like some sort of espionage shit going was, on. Um, Tony, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name. It's a film sim at um, Tuddenham. And Tony, actually, let's talk about this. Because Tony puts, I can't remember his surname, so much time and effort into all these props and these gadgets. And, you know, it just kind of takes it to another level so he will um he will like mod uh timers so that you have to and like make them look not just like a stopwatch but he will like put them in casing that makes them look more military and scary and kind of you know like filmic like things you would see in a film you know and i like that he um like when say if i come back and i needed to get like I don't know, maybe I forgot my high-vis because I'm going out and taking photos or whatever. He's like there tinkering with all his props on his table and he's like, oh yeah, this is for the next game, but it's not quite working. And like he will put, um, there'll be one game where first you have to get to an area that has a code in and then you have to take that code and like get it to an even further place that unlocks a safe. And then that safe will have a map of where you need to go next. And like he is like very well thought out, very that structured. That sounds wicked. You know, that does sound amazing. It is, it yeah. is still playing airsoft, but it's like just a, there's just another. It's a different dimension yeah, to it. Yeah. Um, and it is a, a film sim over, you know, just a skirmish day. I think, is it Tony Green? Tony Green. I don't know. I believe it's Tony <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one with his name. So uh, like, it's in my head somewhere. Is... And yeah, you know, when we play, when we play with, um, his like film sims you can see his passion and his excitement in all his props and gadgets and like when he gives the briefing of oh yeah so um so they firstly you have to do the code and and then once you've done that and you know you can you can see how much passion he has for his um his games that he's running and that's that's like something you don't get often that's that's actually really quite fun because at the jail that we mentioned earlier uh, justin at the start of the day was like there might be some electronic debts. <laughs> no, there are definitely some electronic debts. <laughs> like the whole the whole shop was rigged to blow up. Uh, but that's the thing, and that's something that again I really like about how Justin runs his site is that he's very in on it. He's very much about making it a big thing for the players, and particularly on those special events, he likes those set pieces. He likes doing something different. He likes sort of. Oh, and you can see it. He he has so much fun when he sees how much fun everyone else is having. Yeah, like he laughed at us no end throughout the day because we were just like, "Fuck, it's tense!" <laughs> like I just tried to walk across a courtyard and someone shot me. I... It, it was the um, stop shooting outside my hospital. <laughs> And he just came out with his pistol and just started popping people. And everyone's too scared to shoot back because it's Justin. Okay, so um, if you want to know more about the film sims and the guy that runs it, if you Google Team Green Airsoft, he um, the 5th of May, he has the Hung- Hungry Games themed skirmish at Tuddenham. Uh, he's got 
Operation Toxic Meltdown, Coppers and Robbers, um, the Diamond Maze theme skirmish. You know, he's Star Wars. Oh, Scar Wars. Sorry, not Star Wars. Scar Wars. So he's doing all these t- sorts of uh, themed, you know, uh, skirmishes that are a bit um, different. And in the summer, it's great because you can go the Friday, play a night game, uh, stay like camp on site, and then wake up Saturday and then do a whole game. And he will, you know, he will like be like, okay, so you're playing this game and this game. And he will do, I believe he will do you a price kind of thing. That's um, quite cool. I like and so that. you, so it turns out to be quite a cheap weekend, especially with the mates. You can set up a campfire do a bit of barbecuing you know it becomes a more social event than just turning up and playing airsoft yeah um he's super cool yeah that's that's my input on uh that's pretty cool no i do like that hey what are your what are your guys thoughts on like the numbers of players small is better i think it depends on the site massively yeah no well okay so a, a really poor example but one that frames it very well is the national airsoft event oh yeah okay so that yes i think that maybe they're getting to the point where they have too many players now but if you had 50 players on that site it wouldn't work but if you but like they've got now where they've got like 2000 mm-hmm. maybe that's too many yeah but i'm like I'm going to be going this year and I'm considering not even bothering to pay to play. I just want to camp okay. and hang out. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not really bothered about getting access to the shop. That's the only thing that's um, holding uh, my guys back from not paying to play because when you pay to play, you get the access to the onsite shop. Um, yep. I'm not too bothered about that. So I'm thinking of just paying to camp and not even okay. bothering with any of the airsoft kit. Fair. I mean, the the <laughs> camping environment at the Airsoft Festival is very, very good. Uh, it is very, very good. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's fair. I played. But, but, but... I played last, uh, not last year, the year before that, and it was just like, oh, uh, I'm like kind of, you know, I'm really. It's it was really, really hot. I'm really hot. I'm kind of really tired from the late night, and all we're doing is standing around chatting, um, and. You know, because everyone comes in and out of the game play, like, as and when they like, I feel like that, I don't know, I just felt a bit lost in it all. But here's, here's a, so the question to you then is, because uh, so, that's all describing the festival. Yeah. What was the actual gameplay like? How did you find the environment of Ground Zero? Effort. Yeah. It was a lot of effort. Oh my lord, that <laughs> yeah. hill. Yeah. The hill. The hill. <laughs> you have to I... train to just get up that hill for months in advance of playing i i remember a couple of years ago trying to get up that hill it must have been more than a couple of years ago it must have been three years ago with my m249 which weighs yeah. about seven kilos <laughs> and holy crap that oh the effort but the amount of times that we ran up that hill shot a load of people got killed had to go back down that hill yeah got to respawn oh, turn yeah. around come all the way back yeah. up there we did it so many times do you, do you remember at the top of that hill chris i mean bear in mind the top of this hill gives you an amazing sight line to everything mm-hmm. but it's a really hard point to hold do you remember i, I was lying down in the middle of this sort of open area they had at the top of the hill with my 249 with a box mag so i'm just spraying bushes 
Um, and at one point, I know I'm getting low on ammo. I shout out, I'm reloading, I need some cover. And then Chris just <laughs> lands next to me. Like, was, from a mid-air mind, mind spot. You, obviously, like, pri- I've got you! Prior to that, it was actually, I lost you for ages. I yeah, lost yeah. the whole team for like for like a good two or three hours. And I was like, I ain't seen anyone for ages. And then I, I was walking around. I thought, I'll go and see the hill because I can see some of the Bravo team. I thought, I'll go and see it. And then all I heard was Joey's voice say, I'm running out of ammo. And I was like, that's it. I'm going for it. And I literally just ran foot, like through the high cap magazine and just thought, spray and pray for days. It, it, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was a proper hero moment. I feel like there's <laughs> a lot of spray and pray because of the, the, the sites. So like, especially when NAF is so kind of uh, dense and um, it's like got lots of, uh, I don't know what they're called, not like bushes and, yes, I said bushes. It's like ferns. Yeah, ferns. That's that's also what they're called, so it's okay to actually say (laughs) They are actually called bushes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not so many ferns. It's so dense that lots of people just kind of, Oh, there's movement. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I I agree. There is an awful lot of that going on, isn't I it? I wondered what it. I wonder what it would be like to play there on a normal day, like a normal mm. Sunday skirmish. Well, I yeah. feel like it's 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 a big site, mm. but it's small with that many players. Yeah. But I feel like with a normal size game, it's probably too big. Yeah, right? I because, think because they have got... to split and they have to use a very small area of the site, wouldn't they? But yeah, but they they would do what normal t- uh, normal sites do, I assume, which is each game will be in a different area. Mm-hmm. But they're still traveling to those areas to oh, yeah. freaking ages. Yeah, yeah. Club bikes. Knowing that we had to sort of hoof it across the entire site to get to our next objective, yeah. Yeah, from the safe zone, hoofing it from the safe zone is even oh, longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's but it's another good example of a site run differently. However, uh, on the flip side, uh, I went to play at Swindon Airsoft, a really small site. It was literally just a little little woodland, uh, and there were only t- I think fourteen players. Wow! Uh, it was a yeah, it was really small, um, and it was fun, but it was nowhere near as fun as it could have been. So, like. Fewer the better is not always accurate. I think it is entirely dependent on the size of the site and uh, how much you can do within that site. So just a few pointers. I've had a couple of from the um, SF community on Instagram. Um, Callsign EE8 um, it said the Proving Grounds is his favourite site in the UK. Best site probably he's ever played was Nimrod Embassy in South Africa. Oh, wow. Which I, I actually had a look at that site and it is, looks amazing. Damn. So. Oh, that's a no. Oh, I didn't even mention America. I went to America and played over there. I played in Texas and actually I played at, uh, it's a military training <laughs> training base called Fort Hood. It's like it's it's genuinely in in action now, and uh, that was a completely different scale. I'm sorry, I know that with, this was close to you know, like wrapping up with the community stuff, but, <laughs> but like I just remembered, it, and it's a it's a, a full on town that was built uh, with loads of different sections, and this was to kind of um, replicate areas in in the Middle East. Uh, it's an intense and an insane level of of detail that we haven't really got over here so we have run down areas that we can kind of old RAF bases that we go to they have fully active military training grounds I was a little bit blown away <laughs> uh, okay 
just a few more from the from the comments. There was MR Soft, which is, uh, Dragon's Lair was the first place he's ever played at it. It's and it's a puck a day. Cameron Heath, Heath I can't freaking try and butcher people's names. I apologise. <laughs> um, Dog Dog Tagger Soft, um, in Holbush. He said it's a brilliant site, but can be proved overcrowded. Less less so on overcrowded, but I do have I do have a negative experience of uh, a company, and um, they're no longer in in business. Uh, but I went and played at the college Phoenix Phoenix College. Uh, it was only a site that was open for a few months, and it was supposed to be a really like cool um, school environment. Uh, I was really looking forward to like the close in indoor CQB stuff, um, and the site itself, the games that they ran weren't particularly great. But I also was really put off by the staff, because I, I went to play and I was really excited, and the staff were uh, pr- unprofessional in certain ways. They were professional in others, so they were really hot on safety, and they were hot on uh, kind of like the rules and and the actual games themselves. Their number one rule was don't be offended by banter. Mm, and yeah, okay. like, like that was the first rule. I don't mind like you, you kind of saying to everyone, look, everyone's here just to have fun. Um, enjoy. If it's, if someone says something, assume it's a joke. I don't mind that. But the problem I had was I couldn't, I couldn't take people that I didn't know there, you know, or I couldn't take people that uh, I respected there. Like I wanted to take people to work from work. And I was like, I'm really taken aback because I didn't realize that there were still sites that kind of put their own mindset and their own beliefs over the fact that that they should probably be a bit more professional. I think you have to bear in mind now that there are a lot of people with different personalities, different orientations, and you have to bear that in mind. And just Mm -hmm. saying, don't be offended, isn't going to stop people being offended. It's 2019, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like be absolutely make your jokes, but make your jokes Ooh. at the in the appropriate space at the appropriate time, and also don't make it your number one priority. Like, yeah. Yeah. make make yeah, come on, make it make including everyone and ha- making sure everyone has a good time your number one priority. You know what I mean? That was actually the first time I had a bad experience at a site, and it, it was. Probably one of the only times I've had a bad experience at the site. Where can people find us if they do want to get involved? They can find us on um, Instagram, which my handle is carmen.airsoft. Hannah's muted, so she can't <laughs> Just, Just not in there. She's laughing. Nope. No, she's too busy laughing. <laughs> she, she's cracked up. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Chris, where can people get in touch with us if they feel like getting involved? They can catch us on um, Instagram. So they can catch me at Carmen.airsoft. Uh, I'm G.I. Joski. I am Juraga underscore Airsoft. And I am the Airsoft photographer. So they're, they're the handles that you can catch us on on Instagram, but we can also catch us on Facebook, which is Jiraga Airsoft. Um, make sure you do check out the Jiraga Airsoft YouTube page because they do actually post out content opposite days to what we do on the podcast. Yeah, we do. So make sure you check them out. There's some great quality content. Oh, shucks. Right. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, guys. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Hey, guys.
you going to going to do the the outro I don't think he knows what he's doing school <laughs> <laughs> Until next time Bilbo I'll see you in the safe zone